This episode of Guitar Radio Show is brought to you by Screaming Effects Effects Pedals. Handmade in Austin, Texas, Screaming Effects designs guitar pedals that inspire your creative animal within. Designed for smart, tone-hungry musicians that demand more from their guitar sound. Screaming Effects, smart tone, brilliant pedals. Go to ScreamingEffects.com for more information. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 72 of Guitar Radio Show. Uh, This is a special edition gas report uh, with a very exhausted me, Mark Davin, and Steve Cohn uh, at the Dallas International Guitar Festival. Uh, We had a great time, and we wanted to uh, just uh, throw a recap at you of everything that we saw and did and... Lots and lots of stuff. Folks, if you go to YouTube, you can um, check out a lot of the videos there. Also, if you go to GuitarRadioShow.com, those videos will be posted on the video page as well as in the news feed. Folks, to contact us, reach out to us. Go to GuitarRadioShow.com. Go to the Contact GRS tab. Leave a message, and we'll get back to you. Um, We had a blast. As everybody knows, this has got to be my favorite show out of all the shows um, because it's complete. It's got the gear. It's got the vintage gear. It's got the new gear. It's got, it's got the, uh, the great guitar players. And, of course, it's got the performances. And this year they actually had really good food. They, they uh, took it up a notch and actually brought us some really good trucks, uh, food trucks this year. So that was pretty good. We enjoyed that immensely. I want to say thank you to everybody that we hooked up with and had a good, great time with. Gary Hoey, uh, Forrest Lee Jr., um, Johnny Hyland, Jason Macedo, uh, the folks over at Buckley Guitars, the folks over at Guilford Guitars, Fishman, Greg Cock. Oh, God, we had we, just so many people, and it was really great. And if you forgot anybody, I apologize. Uh, in the meantime, let's get right to uh, me and Steve uh, back at the hotel. Um, a little worse for wear. Check it out. All right, folks. We're doing a uh, face-to-face gas report. We haven't done one of these ever. Nope. It's usually long distance. Yeah. So it's usually I say it's me on one end of the phone and Steve Cohn on the other end of the phone. But no, it's Steve Cohn in that chair and me in this chair. In this room. In this room. In Dallas, Texas. And we just uh, wrapped up uh, another Dallas Guitar Festival. And we saw all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Day and a half worth. Day and a half worth. And we're getting out of Dodge now. Soon. As <laughs> long the weather holds up. Yeah. One of us will be getting out. Yeah, for sure. You'll get out. You know, they don't mess around. So, what'd you think? What'd you did you see anything that? Uh, I was surprised. Um, well, I don't know how. Where we, where do we want to start? I was surprised at, of not as many vendors. Yeah, you know, it was in two halls last time, and now it was in one one hall. Um, yeah, obviously didn't have the major players there yeah. like they did last year. Right. Yeah, Duncan wasn't there. Paul Reed Smith. Paul Reed Smith wasn't there. No, uh, Gibson was there. Taylor was there. 
right? D'Addario. D'Addario. And, and uh, a few others. Yeah, it was a lot more low-key. Uh, I think the weather had a little something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure it could be, yeah. yeah. You know, a little bit. Um, but overall, it was good. I mean, <clears throat> the performances, I thought, this year were were much better than yeah, yeah. Uh, the last couple of years, anyway. Yeah, I mean, some of the same players we've seen before. Yeah, but... They always say sound great, though. I mean, yeah. know, the rooms are a little questionable, but well, the acoustics—you know, when you got metal roofs and concrete walls and floors, bunkers. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that was—that's hard to fight. Yeah, that that was that. that was built for the World's Fair. Well, it could be too that 40s. you know they might have been planning an outside stage like they have in the past, and probably shut it down with the weather the way yeah. it's been. You know? Yeah, that one outdoor stage that they had usually. Really was great because the sound kind of came out and then kind of went right up. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of buffering. Yeah. Um, and you could use reverb. Yeah. Meanwhile, they were trying to use reverb in a room that already had its own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was good seeing like Rick Derringer again. And, yeah. You know. he, and he played really well. Yeah. Um, Derek St. Holmes. Yeah. Um, we saw Forrest Lee Jr., he was great. Johnny Highland, uh, Red Vokert, uh, Bruce Boulay. Oh yeah, well, that was my highlight right there. That was that was yeah. pretty impressive. Man. Yeah, yeah, it was nice seeing him play like that. Yeah. yeah, and and the cool thing about him is he's not your average shredder either. And I said this when when we talked to him, I said um, he's incredibly melodic mm-hmm. and just has such a great feel for composition. It was great. Yeah, yeah. really, really good stuff. And uh, he was he was playing the new guitars that he's uh, into the Guilfords, yep. which were pretty cool looking. Yeah, they're bringing back some old Racer X models. Yeah, variations of it, I guess. Yeah, they couldn't come back with the exact right you know, copy of it. Right, but pretty close. Who made them originally? I I couldn't remember. I, I mean, I thought you know, Who I was not know it as right. It might have been, you know. I don't even remember. I'd have to look that up. It might have been. Yeah. I just I don't remember. It's been so long, you know. Yeah. And the time when they were first coming out, we didn't have the access to what you have now to find out information about bands and that's that, true. You know? Or finding someone's address. Yeah, like we were talking about <laughs> earlier. I know where Ace Freely lives. <laughs> so, uh, gear wise, there was a couple of cool people. Matter of fact. Well, no magnetone this year, though. No magnetone. That, yeah. that was a bit of a that was a bit of a shame. Let's see here, I want to grab some of these grab some of these business cards. We can look at some of these folks. Uh, let's see, Clear Tone was there. Yeah, we're looking forward to having them on the show at some point. Um, let's see here. Those are nice strings. Like I said, some of the uh, Gibsons I bought recently came with those on. Yeah. And you like those? Yeah, they, they, you know, it felt a little different. Yeah. But they definitely lasted a lot longer, and, so. And they had a lot of hang time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, did you notice tonality-wise? Did you No, I didn't that? really notice a difference. No. I mean, it felt a little different on your fingers, but yeah. that's probably because there wasn't stuff crud building up on the strings, yeah, you know? So probably. it just always felt fresh. Probably, you know? yeah. There was a guy there who's normally at the uh, Guitarlington show in Arlington, uh, and he's from Ohio, and he Clear Fork Designs, and he's doing uh, body parts. Um, he's strat bodies, tele bodies, and 
uh, pine, ash, alder, and a couple of other woods. And, and he was selling $40 Telecaster, Telecaster buys. Yeah. And he was blowing them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they looked really nice. They looked yeah. really nice. Had I not had I not picked up a, uh, uh, a Mexican Strat for a, uh, a left-handed Mexican Strat for uh, a steel, yeah. I might have bought that. Yeah. I might have bought that body. Like I said, we mentioned already. We mentioned uh, Guilford uh, guitars, and let's see here. We got um, metal pedals, which uh, does the uh, signature uh, Johnny Highland distortion, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. A lot of good vintage dealers. Yeah, I got to yeah. talk with them. Um, Some pretty good people. Uh, I was, I was, I was digging that. Uh, One thing is, and we can bring that up too. You know about them next year. Oh yeah, that's right. Next year, good, good, good idea. Yeah. Next year, uh, they're going back to uh, the Market Hall. Um, so Dallas Guitar Show for 2016. The dates are April 29, 30, and May 1st for 2016. And um, they're going to return to Market Hall. And that was the first place, the first time I went. That was where that was at, yes, right? Yes, that yeah, was okay. the one. Yeah, and. Uh, that had that outdoor, had two outdoor That's stages. right, yeah, they had the Ernie Ball. The Ernie like the, Ball yeah. stage, yeah. So that was pretty good. I'm looking forward to them going back and doing that. Matter of fact, there's a great little Mexican restaurant right behind the hall there. We did go to one that in was, that area. That was the one yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, that's, they had those great enchiladas, so that would be good. <laughs> or give them a plug, too. Give them a plug, sure. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> and have them on. Huh? Gotta have them on. Yeah, why not? Wasn't that the one where you went to the bathroom you had to go like into the kitchen or something to get to the bathroom? Yeah, yeah. That was good. I enjoyed that. I can't believe I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, Let's see here. Yeah, so good good stuff. Like there's, uh, there was, I met met a guy named Dewey, Dewey Bowen. I'm trying to get him on the show. He's from, uh, he's from Freedom Guitar. He's a vintage dealer. Pretty cool stuff. Met somebody from my hometown, which is Austin, Texas. Uh, A guy who's making, uh, some pretty cool custom guitar amps, and he's modding Fender amps. Uh, uh, Ray Ewell, that was pretty cool. He actually, uh, he knows um, Mr. Lee as well, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was it was good. I mean, <clears throat> I you know I'm at a point. I, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm kind of at a point where I'm at a saturation level with what I've got and what I've been desiring mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm feeling pretty good I mean other than the, coming across that uh, Epiphone Dot which yeah. I haven't mentioned yet yeah, that's right yeah. I was in a pawn shop in Austin just uh, oh, a couple weeks back and uh, I just was in traffic and then there was this pawn shop that I go into occasionally and I was in traffic and I was and the traffic led me right to their driveway and I was like well I don't want to sit in traffic anymore I'll just go in here and hang out waiting for the traffic to die down I walk in and there's this Epiphone dot and I went and I checked the serial number I went and um, looked it up online and it was a 1988 Deluxe Gibson truss rod cover on there and I'm like they wanted $157 for it I'm like well there's got to be something wrong with this instrument so I'm banging on it and pulling on it and yanking out the neck and checking the joints and checking the C-braces. Everything is beautiful on it. And I plug it in. It sounded great. So I talked them, I, I talked them down to 120 and then they had a coupon. <laughs> I forgot about the coupon part. Yeah. 
They still honored it. And they still honored it, and I walked out of there with $90. I got that phone down. That's a nice price. It was a great price. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm pretty happy about that. And then today I got a uh, Mexican sunburst, left-handed Mexican Strat for... Uh, he wanted 175. I talked him down to 80. That's uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice. It's a beater, but you know how I feel about the beaters. Yeah, yeah. You got something coming in the mail? I do. Yeah, a new. Uh, well, so it's a new guitar, but it's 2013 SG uh, Gibson Future, I believe. Yeah, I think that's the model name. So is that the? Is that the? Uh, what's the? Is that you or me? Uh, somebody's phone's going on. Somebody's phone. I mean, it must have been you. Um, you uh, what, what's the finish on that? Is that the matte finish? It's uh, well, it's a cherry finish, so it's you know, it's a, it's not a high gloss finish. Okay. But um, it was che- it was cheap. You know, they're blowing them out. It was yeah. actually a musician's friend was having the sale, and I tried. Yeah, you know, I was like, last thing I need is to buy a guitar before I go to a guitar show. It's like I might find something <laughs> I want, you know. <laughs> And then, so I, I, w- I finally broke down. I was going to buy it, and I was trying to check out. It was like well, you, you can't deliver to your address. I'm like, you've been mm-hmm. shipping stuff to me for 15, 20 years. What are you, what's going on? So I figured that was a sign, so I walked away from it. Mm-hmm. A couple hours later, I was like, I tried again, and it was giving me the same problem. So this time, I called them up. I'm like, oh, I don't know why it's doing that, but we can, I can fix that for you right now. So I bought it, you know, and mm-hmm. it's dirt cheap. It's got the asymmetrical neck. Mm-hmm. So it's thinner on the higher strings and heavier on the lower, you know, mm-hmm. on the back. And it actually feels really good because I have the Les Paul version of that. Oh, yeah. And also has the Steinberger. I just want to say Steinbrenner. <laughs> the Yankees. I don't know why. <laughs> Steinberger, you know, the, the tuners, so they're not sticking out of the peg. They're behind. Right, they're behind. And I've told you before, those things. I was curious, you know, how good they would be, and they're mm-hmm. so precise. It's like the banjos. Banjo yeah, it's tuners. amazing. Yeah. They're great tuners. Yeah. I mean... The design is great. That's cool. So, you know, it wasn't anything I really needed. It was just really cheap, but like mm-hmm. I always buy stuff. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's supposed to be showing up um, tomorrow. Yeah, that's pretty Well, no, Monday. Tomorrow's Sunday. Huh? Yeah, Monday it's showing up. Yeah. I'm screwed up on what days it is. <laughs> You're on vacation. Yeah, I'm a little trip. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so, yeah, otherwise, um, I, saw, I saw this company out of, um, what the heck, they're out of Siberia. Oh yeah, yeah, those pedals, those mini. Pedals. Yeah, they made these mini, these mini uh, wah and a mini uh, volume pedal and expression pedal. And what was the name of the company? AMT Electronics. They have a, a um, let's see, LLM two, which is the volume pedal, and then they have an EX fifty, which is the expression pedal, and then they got the WH. Dash one B, which is a wah. The wah sounded good. The wah sounded really good, and the volume pedal. I was. I'm not sure about the sweep on that, but they were they were selling them at the show for one twenty nine. So I'm going to be looking at those because I, I I mean these are compact. These are probably basically the size of a regular foot pedal. That's what they were. They were the size of a regular, like the yeah. size of like a um, distortion plus or a, yeah, like an MXR pedal. Yeah, yeah. but they were but they were a uh, but they had little foot little pad foot on them. Pad, yeah. yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah. That was one of the cooler things I saw. I mean, I could see you know it's obviously takes up. You know, one guy was saying how big his pedal was. It takes up on his pedal board, you know. Right. And uh, it definitely would save you some space. Yeah. 
And if it's something you're only using for like a wah for a couple songs, three mm-hmm. songs or something, mm-hmm. I mean, it, live it's probably more than adequate, I would mm-hmm. guess, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I dug that a lot. Oh, and I got to play Forrest Lee guitars. Forrest, uh, Forrest Lee um, Jr. is um, not only is an amazing guitar player out of Nashville, but he's also making guitars. Uh, Beautiful guitars. Really, really great. And uh, B-benders. B-benders too. in there. And that was great. And he's he's got this uh, pickup design that is uh, patent pending right now. And it's this whole thing where he winds the pickup to a certain level and then taps it and then adds windings on the tap and on the on the volume control has a push in pot that activates the tap. Right. He said it wasn't like a. Didn't he say it wasn't like a stacked pickup? It was more or less like a humbucker. In, it was in like a, it was a humbucker. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I, I, he didn't so say actually, he didn't use the word humbucker, but no. But I remember was, him saying something about it being it's not like a stacked pickup. Right. It's it's almost like a reversed humbucker. Yeah. So where and where it was like the. The uh, neck pickup on a telly all of a sudden turned into this little monster. Yeah, yeah. And when you added just a little bit of distortion to it, it was it took off. And then when you took the distortion off, it gave you a P90 vibe. Yeah, yeah. it was just incredible. Yeah. All around that guitar was was amazing. Well, I mean, the finish, everything. The finish was the great. Neck. The 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 feel of the neck, stainless steel frets. Um, it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, and he's quite a player too. He schooled us. He we saw him in a performance too. Right. So yeah, yeah. and the, and he gave me a little. Uh, he gave me a quick uh, in service on uh, how to do B bender. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were both like, how does that work? <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Where do you press? Where's the button? Where's the whammy bar? Where- Tell how much I knew. And yeah, man, I didn't know it worked that way. I always thought it worked another way, and and uh, it was it was really impressive. And uh, he's got uh, DVDs, and he's got um, see, he's got instructional DVDs on B bending, and uh, and chicken picking and all that, you know. And he's you know he's one of those Red Volker, uh, you know, uh, disciples too. So yeah, yeah so it definitely we, was good. Yeah. And then so he he played a show and then Red came out and played a show and then Johnny Highland came out and played a show so that was cool too, but yeah those guitars were just phenomenal to play. I it was interesting because I don't I don't normally go and when I play a, a guitar especially a, a new guitar out of the box I don't feel a kinship hmm. you know whereas with this guitar I felt. I was like, wow, it's like I've been playing this guitar. It's already broken in, kind yeah, of feel. Yeah. And it was pristine. Oh, it was immaculate. Yeah. I love the finish on it. Though. Yeah, it was cool. That trans black paisley. Yeah, I never said that. Was, I yeah. mean, obviously, I don't like trans black, so. Yeah. yeah. That caught my eye right away, yeah. that one, you know. Yeah. And it was left handed. Well, they had a righty there, too, though. They did, yeah. yeah. And the same finish, right? Yeah, yeah. Like play it, and I'm like, no, oh, yeah. I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you go to the YouTube. Uh, Go to our YouTube channel, Guitar Radio Show YouTube channel. You can see some video of uh, of me playing that one uh, badly, and uh, you can also see some stuff of Forrest himself playing as well. So that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, all in all, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. 
Yeah, the other thing I noticed was the lack of certain manufacturers. Like, yeah, there were mm-hmm. quite a few more. B, that we saw one good BC Rich, right? There was nothing else really. As far as vintage USA, color, vintage, yeah. yeah. What was that? Probably late seventies. Yeah, but there wasn't hardly anything. I didn't see any more. And last year there were more because yeah. remember that one guy he had his own collection there, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. The guy with all the uh, the uh, bitches and, and, yeah. and he had double neck bitches. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that and, was quite and, a collection. And the, the hammers too. We saw. I think I saw one USA hammer. Yeah, I wonder what's going on in regards to that. I wonder if folks are just hunkering down and and. And putting them under wraps, that or or they and they're hoarding them, or what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, no, you got your two. I got well, I got three. Oh, you got three. Three not well. You got the standard, the V, the V, and the the special. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the yeah. special. That's right. That's right. But those really have, have a, pick those up dirt cheap all the time. Yeah. Yeah. The double cutaway thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to see what they might be doing with that. If they're if folks are hoarding those and waiting to see what's going to happen, you know, we saw a pro, uh, the prototype. We saw one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot yeah. About so this one, one. That, yeah. that, and I think I saw uh, another special, but that was about it. Not no. many, but then again, it could be to, down to the fact that there, there was as many vendors. As mm-hmm. you either, you know? True, true. A whole load of tellies. Oh, yeah. Of every kind you can imagine, it was yeah. Telly Central. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I saw more Tellys than I saw Strats. Yeah, yes. You know, yeah. but that's Texas too. Yeah. So, um, and then um, well, the even Warrior guitars. I mean, they have their couple new models. That yeah. Rick Derringer has a brand new model that he, they, right. that he was playing. What do they call that one? I don't say? know. It's kind of like an Explorer, but but scaled down. Yeah, and the back wing is cut off. Right. And a little pointier. Yeah. But, um, and high output. Yeah, yeah, because he was using it for the first time. Yeah, wildly high output. Yeah, it was yeah. a little, uh, like he said, like a wild, wild stallion. He was having yeah. a hard time controlling it. You know? <laughs> but the, uh, and they had, they had like their tally and, and strap model. Yeah, which are, are really uh, elegant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't have those last year, so obviously they're expanding yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Those are nice guitars, though. Yeah. Um, who else out there that we saw? I mean, any of those guys that are building those that type of, you know... Yeah. I don't know if you want to call it a boutique guitar. Or, you know, like your friends there that, you know, yeah. you're hanging out with. Yeah, uh, Daniel and Charles from Buckley yeah. Guitars came down and met us. Or yeah. actually came up and met us. And uh, we walked around a little bit with them, spent some time with them, and uh, watched some playing. Oh, we saw Greg, uh, Greg Cobb. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, he just schooled us. Unbelievable. Unreal. It's just funny when you've seen somebody on YouTube for years. Yeah. That they, you know, when you were talking about it, I didn't know who it was. Then when I saw him, I rang a bell. Went, oh, like, oh, that's him. This. Yeah. this is the guy that tries out every guitar that yeah. I want to check out. Yeah, he does a lot of reviews for Wildwood yeah. guitars and stuff like that. And, yeah. And, um, Unbelievable player. Oh, he, he plays everything. He can, and he can play anything. He's, yeah. a, he's a complete chameleon. And, yeah, and he would, like, fuse it all into one thing. You know, he just kept playing. He was just going from one thing to another, and mm-hmm. it was just flawless. Yeah, like, he's amazing. I'm thinking, what does this guy do? Just practice this all day? Yeah. Oh, how do you play it yeah. so perfect? It's incredible. And it's all these different styles and different parts. Yeah. And, and he was there with, uh, he was there representing Fishman. Right. For yeah, the new, new pickups. Fluence pickups. Yeah. And um, Gary Hoey's, too. Gary Hoey's with them as well. Gary's a great guy. Yeah. Real sweetheart. Um, he played a good set, too. Yeah. 
He played a great set. He did a wonderful version of uh, Thrill is Gone, funky kind of version, but a very nice tribute to B.B. Uh, matter of fact, you go to Guitar Radio Show YouTube, you can find that there as well. Yeah. Uh, that video. Um, and he's uh, he's been using uh, these Fluence pickups, those, uh, those Fishman's, on a, on a strat that he said that uh, he had put away for about 20 years. A right, custom so he shop. was a custom shop one that never did anything for him. Right, it just didn't have any life in it. Yeah. And, and he used that guitar for the entire set yeah. last night, and that guitar did everything. Yeah. It did everything from that jazzy, jangling chords, country vibe, blues, searing blues, right down to when he started to do Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was quite nice. Yeah. Well, He's a great guy, too. Great guy. Very nice. Um, trying to look, do we leave anybody out? Uh, probably, but probably. we've met a lot of people over That's the last true. day. That. And, we're, and we're tired. <laughs> But uh, that's that's a recap right there. Everybody from the magazine too. Oh yeah, we had uh, Jason Macedo from Sound Guitar Magazine. We hung out a little bit, got to see him. And it looks like a new child in his life. And he's got a new baby. Yeah, adorable kid, lovely wife. So uh, that was nice to see him. And uh, oh goodness, I ran into my old friend Rodney from Houston who uh, sold me that wonderful Doyle Brammel Telecaster that went halfway around the world in the Eric Clapton tour. Love that guitar. He's the one actually I bought the Mexi Strat from. So, and he gave me a great deal. He treated me good today. And I didn't get in no trouble to buy that guitar. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that you know of. That I know of. Until I get home. I just thought it was funny when you made the phone call. What did you buy? <laughs> I said, hey, and she picks up, she goes, hello? I go, hi! And she immediately knew. Yeah? Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. That's my woman. Well, she said, like, whenever you call me in the middle of the day or something. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. I know what's coming. That's true. During the week, like, if, like, like she knows I'm out and about, and all of a sudden, it's like, I call her and I say, hey, what you doing? What'd you buy? Because <laughs> she knows I'm hanging out yeah. at the pawn shops. <laughs> But she even said it was a good deal. Yeah. yeah, she did. She said that's a great deal. She might not say that when she sees it. I yeah, mean, maybe. This thing's a beater. But once I clean it up, it's going to be all right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, it's sitting right here. It looks yeah. like, you know, it has some grime on it. But Oh, yeah, this thing has been... I think you said if you, know, if you cut yourself, we might need to get a tetanus yeah. shot. Yeah, oh, yeah. If I was to cut myself on these strings, I'd need a tetanus shot, without a doubt. But... Um, you know, the, uh, those frets need a good cleaning. The fret wire needs a good cleaning. They're in good shape, though. They're in great shape. Uh, the neck's straight as That was really straight, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Except for the few finish imperfections. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> We're peeling it off. Just a few. Yeah. I mean, but I don't what, even know what the hell happened well, he, there. Remember he said a bullet hole or something. Yeah, right? something about somebody it. Somebody shot it or Somebody something. shot at it, or they think. Yeah. I don't think so. I think that But was everything right. was working, you know, the... <laughs> Three way or the five way. Five ways working. Yeah. So yeah, it just needs. I, I'm curious about what this is all about here with the. Oh, I know exactly what that's all about. Yeah. It's stuck in there. Oh, I just and they laid that. another ball in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because they couldn't get it out. It's easy to get out. Yeah. Just need a pair of needle nose. Yeah, but is that floating? No. That's no, not floating. Well, yeah, it is. Actually. It is. Yeah, floating. yeah. It's not going back though. Well, yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. 
Well, when I get at it, eh, we'll yeah, work on it. I'll get at it. It'll be all right. It's not going to take much. But it sounded good, right, when I played it. Yeah, it did. Actually. I mean, yeah. considering those strings probably haven't been changed for about 10, 15 years. Yeah. No, I mean. It, By the looks of things. I mean, they're pretty perfect, oxidized. man. You don't have to worry about hurting it, you know? Well, that's how I like my guitars. And the other, I mean, for you being a lefty, it's it's a score all the way around. You oh, know? yeah, for sure. I mean, because yeah, I don't see many used lefty guitars that often. No, you know? I mean, how many, we could probably count on one hand how many left-handed guitars were at this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? There were not a whole lot. Saw some really oddball guitars, too. Uh, There's a company called Bell. That would have, oh the V's yeah they yeah. had these V's and the wings were like a a, a see through translucent epoxy frosted well, they might have been frosted epoxy they could have been and they had lights in them yeah and the lights were it was the red lights it was weird oh wow look at that the big chunk there peel it oh, off there we go yeah <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a guitar with sunburn it's like, <laughs> Why is it not sticking? It's a polycoat. That's that's you oh, know, is that's, that why? those yeah, those are polycoats. The, the um, Mexican all all the strats. Um uh, so what would come off like that though? It's probably been through a lot of uh hot and cold, hot oh, and cold. So don't put it in your garage? Well yeah, don't put it in your garage, <laughs> right. Like a Mexican like a uh, a music master. Yeah. I was trying to check it. What year was that music master? Oh I don't know. Early seventies, late sixties, maybe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that, I don't know. That guitar. I mean, I know it's a refin and everything else, but it's still, yeah. it's a nice guitar. It sounded great. So funny. We were talking earlier, folks, uh, at dinner, and I just happened to mention that guitar because he used to use it when he and I played together. And uh, I said, "So what's up with that guitar?" He says, "Oh yeah, that one's in the garage." And for those of you who don't know, but Steve lives in uh, Arizona. It's hot there. What did you say before? It's hot and then it's hotter? Yeah. It's hot and hotter. That's it. There's <laughs> no cold. So, <laughs> so he's leaving this, this poor thing. I mean, that's the clean I felt, version I was of like, it. It was almost like I was like, man, would you leave a puppy in a car? What the hell's the matter with you? Yeah. Well, like I, that, that's the clean version. Usually I say it's hot or it's really fucking hot. Yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> this is true. Or way too fucking hot. Right. <laughs> so he's leaving this guitar in there. So were you were you trying it's to check it? No, yeah, it was just it was just they didn't have room. So I had to, oh, but I felt bad about it. Bad. I brought it in, oh, and okay. I was like, I felt bad leaving it out. You should time. feel bad about that. Well, I had a couple other ones out there that I was concerned about them getting ruined. Yeah, now, so yeah. that I wasn't too concerned about. It was, you know, yeah. it's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a Fender, but it's you know, it's not the only thing that's really Fender on it is. The body, and the, the neck. body and the neck. Yeah. Well, the tuners are still, but that's it, oh, yeah. really. You know, the bridge is different too. Bridge is different. The bridge is off of one of those old washboards, like we saw. Oh, the A twenties. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, and I had one a brass nut block. put on it years ago. Oh wow. Yeah. So you really bastardized that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. You know, and you have two guitars when you're younger. You're like. Oh, you had it that. You've had it that. Long? I've had it that long. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. So you got that around the time you got the Explorer. Yeah, thing? yeah. It was like within a few oh, years so after that. Oh, so that's the original duo. Yeah, that's it. Oh, how about that? I didn't know that. Except for the Hondo. Yeah, the Hondo V. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we <laughs> found that out today too. We saw a Hondo V back from the day, and we saw a black one, right? Was it yeah, I don't know if it was black. It looked green or something. It was weird. It might have been right? refinished or something. Yeah, and you had a black one. I had a black one. I had a red one. Oh. 
And that was not a very good guitar. No, though. not at all. It's barely stayed in tune. Yeah, yeah. And they had a whammy on mine. Did your yeah, have a whammy mine too? had a yeah. whammy on it, too. You know, and the, it's funny, too, because I've had Hondo Les Pauls. Mm-hmm. I that, had one, too. That were great. Yeah. Great. I, I had one not more than just about five years ago that I got for a song. Uh, and it was... Uh, I'm sorry I let it go, actually. Yeah. That guitar was really good. It had DiMarzio's in it. Yeah, my Hondo Les Paul was like one of my first guitars. So yeah, this was uh, like it wasn't a, it wasn't that great. This was I don't know I don't know if they had different levels of Hondo. I don't they know. may have. I know. don't remember, but um, it was good. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't a piece of shit at all. So, but um, well, I think that's our wrap up of uh, the Dallas Guitar Show 2015. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, the weather was clear today. It didn't really rain. Yeah. So. Yeah. Great gear. Great performances. Nice people. Yeah. Um, I also met that guy we met who came for lunch at breakfast this afternoon. That's right. Uh, actually, I have his name right here. I'm going to have him on the show at some point, yeah, too. Yeah, great, great work. Yeah. yeah. Music therapy was it? Yeah. yeah, Kenny Chin. And uh, he's with the... Uh, he has Chin Guitar uh, Project where he's putting um, guitars in the hands of music therapists in hospitals all over America and, throughout, and, and in other charities as well. And it's, it's super impressive what he's doing. Uh, it's just really, really wonderful. And um, I'm going to have him on the show to talk about it because there's not enough philanthropy, I think, in this, in, in this uh, industry. Yeah, Kenny Chin. And uh, super cool guy, and um, he's a man with a mission, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have him on talk a little bit, too. And we're going to talk to some guitar companies out there that could help. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to figure it out. It won't take much for them to help, either. And it wouldn't take much yeah. at all. And they'd be doing a world of good for a lot of, for a lot of kids. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna look into that a little bit too. So uh, so I got a lot of people to email. I got a nice you little have stack. stack. Yeah, you got you a know, lot of work ahead of you. I got a lot of work ahead of me. A lot of people to reach out to. And um, if there's anybody we missed, we apologize right yes, now. Yes, if we missed you, um, it's because we're really tired. So I think we're gonna get some ice cream, maybe. <laughs> I'm in my jammies, man. You are? I'm no, sure you are. Um, but maybe not. Then maybe we'll just sit here and eat popcorn. And, and the nuts. And go to sleep in the nuts. And some berries, maybe. Well, folks, uh, Steve, thanks so much. folks. Hey, it was great. Thank you once again. Thank you. Always a pleasure spending this weekend with you. And um, we, uh, you can go to cyanidescream.com. Mm-hmm. And where else? Well... You know, Facebook Sign Ice Cream and my mm-hmm. Steve Cohn official on Facebook. That's right. Reverb Nation. Reverb Nation. Check out some for both Steve you know. Cohn and some Cyanide Cream. And obviously iTunes <clears throat> and all those places. All those places. And um, actually, I, got, I was lucky enough. I got to hear some new tracks that you you're did. working on. I got to get that disc back. Oh no! And <laughs> I keep. I'm keeping that. There's one song on there, man. It is a hit, baby. It is a rock and roll hit. I love it. It's uh, I can actually hear it in my head. Seven right more now. to go, and then the vocals, and they're done. And yeah, the mixing part's going to be easy because it's right. 
I mean, I've already mixed these, so I already know what I want to do as far as settings and all right, that. Right, for stuff. sure. EQs and all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it, folks. That's where we're at, and uh, we're going to leave you with some cyanide scream. What do you say? Sounds good. All right. We'll see you all. Peace. Bye.
like this crowd already. Genoris Production.